Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Not Boring Business Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Redman, founder of YourV1.com. This is not suits and handshakes business. This is not boring business. Let's go. Um, or I just want to know like what what it was. Got you. Okay, so, cool. So that's why I was just trying to get the info and get things going. So All right, now we know. know. Yeah. Now we know. Now you're here. Yes. Uh, we are g- going live now. You're okay. in a quiet room. Everything is set up. We're ready to go. If if it sounds good on your end, I'm ready to go. You sound pretty you sound pretty good. I'm thinking. Okay, well, this is this is what we've got. I mean, I got my I went back to my house, so we're at my house, and so we've got and I got my headphones in. So if if it needs something different, just let me know. <laughs> Are you, do you have a USB mic, or is it just like AirPods? It's just I it's just um air it's just in headphones. I'm so surprised at the quality. I remember doing one of my first podcasts, and one of my buddies that was that came on it graciously. He just had air, like the little, the little earbuds, right? Uh-huh. I call them all AirPods now, and it sounded so good. And I go, "Oh man, that sounds so amazing!" Until I bought like five hundred dollar, like the the Shure SM7B, like real pod, real big boy podcast mics. Uh huh. And I go, "You still say you still sound really great." So I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, well, I know sound is a big deal when it comes to these things, especially when you're editing it and stuff like that. So I want to make it? sure it sounds good for you. Yeah, except I don't edit at all. So I everything that's being said now is now being is, is out there. Unless I cut out this entire like beginning, I don't go like on the inside and like edit it out. I just don't have the bandwidth or time. Okay, well that's good to know. Is that I a bad thing? I, I, won't, I won't say things that I want to be off the record then. I'll be very cautious about what I'm saying. <laughs> I, have to, I have to be careful about that. This, so, this yes. also is not boring business. So like I want the re- I want the real the real nature of business to, to come out. Like I feel like it's so funny. Let's get into this really fast. Okay. So the real nature of what we do. Uh, I'll always remember this Barack Obama quote that is, what's the difference between I don't if I'm paraphrasing uh, you in front of the cameras and you like in the Oval Office. And he said, there's a lot more cussing. And you, I yeah. loved that line. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, why is it that he can't cuss on camera? Or why is it that like we have these completely different people behind us? Right. Like when we're by ourselves and when we're our closest people. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that on other people that judge that judge your character based on I saying fuck instead of like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But if you say that, right, like 80% of people will filter themselves. I made that up. Mm-hmm. But 80% of people, in my opinion, will filter themselves in front of people because they're worried about offending them. I'm saying if your real personality is swearing, you don't want that person around you anyway. Does that make sense? Sure, sure. So like, how do we bridge the gap in business where you want customers, right? Mm-hmm. And I had a little thing where uh, we have a thing called a smart assistant. And I naturally, w- within the office, started to call it a smart ass. Mm-hmm. 
and I wanted to make it a smart ass on their dash on everyone's dashboard. And they go, my product person was like, no, I don't, I don't think we should do that. I know you think that's funny, but like when they're writing in or doing, they think like maybe they're a smart ass. And I go, Oh my God, we can't even like have fun. What's your take on that? I think you just have to pick your battles. Sure. That's like, do you want to die on this hill? Exactly. I wouldn't die on that hill uh, <laughs> at all, but I understand why that would matter to some people. <laughs> I, I, business is hard enough. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, need, I need to have fun and enjoy it. And I think, well, what do you think about this though? Do you think people where, if, if you're going to complain about something that's like says smart ass, right? That just says that, right? That person's most likely going to be a problem customer down the line. No, I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that? No. So I have I have a buddy. I'm going to fight you. Can we fight on this? Can well, we? I mean, I don't think Is we have good? to fight. We can just healthily push back and have okay, healthy so, discourse. <laughs> okay. Can we have a healthy discourse on this? <laughs> yes, okay, great. of course. <laughs> right. So I have a buddy who misspells things on his website on purpose. And he says anyone that is going to get upset about a misspelling on a website is not someone I want to deal with. And I completely agree. It's almost like the cheaper, like the cheaper people like in life, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're the ones who want everything for nothing. There's always this correlation and this back and forth with I'm the, I'm kind of the have not, but I want everything. And it's like, I have everything, but like, I don't care about this thousand dollars or $2,000 or this little thing. I believe there's correlations out there. What is your take on the misspelling and the smart ass being able to foreshadow to customers based on them not liking it? I wouldn't hire somebody who had a lot of misspellings on their website. You, okay. You wouldn't hire someone. No, because Okay. I got, I, I got, because you. I would feel like they're not detail oriented and I would feel like mm. they don't care about the impression that they're making. And I get that there's this culture of like, it's ironic. I'm not interested. I don't, that's fine. Like go find your people, be really ironic together. I'm not interested. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not teaching young entrepreneurs to be provocative mm. by misspelling on their websites for their businesses. Like right. I'm not, inter it's like, it's just, that's not my thing. And so the guy's absolutely right. He wouldn't want to work with me. Sure. So it, fine. He got he he took me and the people like me out of his arena. Fine. Right. Someone that would bit that someone that would complain about. I'm not like, even about complain. Uh, it's not even complaining. Uh, I would actually just. I, I was looking through a friend's website the other day, and uh -huh. he had an offering for coaching pro product, and he actually put the wrong cost in because he put the same cost for paying in full in the right away as the ultimate one. And I just DM'd him and I said, I screenshot it. I was like, hey, I think you guys meant to put it down lower. Cause the whole thing is like you incentivize by paying, right? He's like, oh my gosh, you're right. Thank you so much. He wasn't mm. like, that's, sure. that's looking out. And if I was going on, and when I've gone on people's websites, I've, because I guess it all depends on what you're doing. I'm Absolutely. working with teenagers. I'm connected to education why the heck would we encourage misspellings? Like it doesn't even make any sense why you would do that. 
Well, I think you you kind of navigate toward. It's not necessarily this misspelling thing, or like that's what that was his thing. He found out that that was a, there was a correlation between people that were nitpicky and not. I do believe <laughs> that like if you folk, I <laughs> I don't think I even want to know this person. <laughs> no, I I you want to know what's funny? I'm I know just knowing you just this little time you would not know this, you would not want to be around this person. No, so like, like I, I hate fake, um, like fake provocative behavior. It's just ooh, fake provocative. It's so fake. But it's what if so it's fake. not, what if it it's is. not? It so is do you so... think my smart ass thing is fake? I think you're just looking, I think you're just trying to be fun and like having a thing and that's fine. It's just that that's not going to be everybody's thing. And so you don't die on that hill. But don't you think it's a way to like filter just quick, like quickly filter people out? For instance, it was, there was no, there, I I naturally backed into it when I was like, what are we going to call this fucking thing? What are we going to call this? What are we going to call this? And I'm going to go, okay. It was like requester, like smart request, smart assistant. It's a smart assistant. Fine. And then it just was Uh its own smart assistant. And I wanted with my team, I didn't want to keep saying smart assistant, smart assistant, smart assistant. And it was just like, I wrote it down wrong in an email and it was like, sm- mm-hmm. and I just abbreviated assistant. Right. And I didn't abbreviate mm-hmm. it with a T and I go, Oh, smart ass. Mm-hmm. Then as it was an internal thing, then I was like, cool, let's make the email alias smart ass at your, at your v1.com. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Oh no, you can't do that. And I go, Oh my God. The person who complains about that is like, probably not someone we want to be around well that's cool so you know so that so you're you you don't you've decided that so now you get to get your experience of whether or not that's that's true although you probably won't get that experience because you'll lose people if they do if they are irritated by it but fast forward though to the actual decision and we're not doing it because i'm in a fragile now i feel like i've maybe compromised my value you know what i mean like because I don't want to deal with someone who does that knowingly, right? Like mm-hmm. we can still be friends at the same time. I know our customers and I'm trying to weed some of them out as we yeah. go, you know? So like, I know the people that are like, oh, this is great. And it's like, would you, we're not detail oriented at all. Unless you give us the details that you want up front, you can't change them later. So I know those people are going to be upset by that detail later if it's not there. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of thinking, oh, okay, this would be a decent correlation. I didn't make it even smart ass to like to filter out. I, I said that after my product person was like, no, it's, you're going to offend some people. And I go, well, maybe they should like, maybe, maybe it's a good thing, but I like your, I like how you talk anyway. About <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I like your take too. You seem so incredible, by the way. I'm just do whatever you need to do. I don't, I, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you need that experience I, of figuring that out and having that. I'm like, sure. The guy sure. wants to misspell because it's like great. When I heard that one, I go, okay. Well, I don't want to purposely misspell, but if he has figured out, right? Like that is someone who he doesn't want to deal with. All right. You know what I mean? Like I he wouldn't do that. He does not have the data on that. He, I, maybe he has he he, his, his data. data. I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I feel like. Like let, let's let's think about it this way. If he thinks in his head that that works, 
isn't the placebo effect of that worth it, I guess, for that guy as an entrepreneur? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess we're all kind of doing whatever it takes. I guess we are in our own special oh, ways. See? <laughs> see how I did that? I did. I see how you tied it back in. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I want you to tell us all and Not Boring Nation about like whatever it takes and uh, kind of like a little bit of your journey and then we'll kind of unpack how you how you create a difference in uh, teen entrepreneurs. Okay, so WIT, I uh, started about 10 years ago, not in the version of that it is today, but we are very grateful for what it's turned into. And uh, we provide the only six unit college credit course in the country for high school teens so that they can become entrepreneurs while in high school and earn college credit. And we also host teen only hackathons around the country so that teens can come to the table and hack the problems that are facing their demographic in their cities. Uh, so anything that WIT creates, anything that I'm behind, will be connected to teenagers and connected to advocating for them, giving them a voice, and giving them access mm. to uh, the spaces that I get access to. And our mission is that, well, our vision rather, is that all teens have access to the opportunity to activate an entrepreneurial mindset and to use their voice to make an impact. And so this is how we do it. Eventually, we're going to be creating an online platform so that their teens everywhere have access to this because yep. right now we're just in San Diego, Austin, and New York. And then we take the hackathons to different cities. But we know that it's not realistic and everyone who's listening that's an entrepreneur or a business understands that you can't get into every single city and reach every single teen in the country through in-person programming it's not yeah feasible so where does everybody you can but you can go online and at least have it available to everybody to access if they want to can so, i run something by you yeah absolutely so i'm getting just a little bit that this is for uh more technically enhanced like teenagers no mm -mm. no so you can so is it you're learning how to uh, be technical or in a hackathon? How do you define a hackathon for a teenager? Okay, so the hackathon uh, is you're hacking a problem. So you're com we present the solution, we, I'm sorry, present the challenges uh, around a specific topic and then the teens come okay. up with solutions. They can use, they can pitch tech as a solution to a problem, but not every problem requires a tech solution. So we don't, and, and we don't want to make the ha hackathon solely for people that are tech savvy yeah. uh, because that's, again, would not be providing access and opportunity to everybody. Yeah. That'd be limiting. So you can have zero tech experience and show up and you potentially could be in a team with somebody who has tech experience, but your solution could also not have anything to do with tech. So that's fine too. Hackathon is just the word that we use. We understand that it has a diff it has multiple interpretations of what that actually means to hack, both good and bad. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's what we do. That's just how we get. That's that's the name that we use. I love this. So I wish something 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 like this was around when I. Well, how long have you been around? Ten years. Okay, ten years. Okay, so no, I'm, I'm safe to say it wasn't around when I was mm -hmm. a teenager. So, how do you go about getting college credit for something that's like? not necessarily associated with like a high school or something like that well that's so that's through our college credit program the nine month program uh and it's a partnership that we have with ucsd i mean i oh, pitched, okay. i pitched the idea 
to UCSD and they said yes. And then we've been doing that for about eight years. The first year we got it, it was three units and now we're up at six and we're here. We're, we're no need to go higher than six units. Ah, got you. Okay. That is really cool. I think what made you so like, what, what made you want to target like entrepreneurial teens? Instead of just it's like, not that uh, I want to target entrepreneurial teens because 10 years ago, nobody was even talking about entrepreneurship. It was not sure. nearly as buzzy it is today. Right. I wanted to give teens a space to turn their ideas into reality. I didn't care if they were entrepreneurial or not. I can make them entrepreneurial. I wanted to get them into rooms where they could fail and they could learn and they could, they could um, innovate without any type of restriction or GPA or any type of like anything at risk of them failing in terms of their grades because their grades are not connected to the success of their business. They're connected. It's connected to other milestones. So I just wanted, I believe very strongly that teens need a third space. They need home, school, and then a third space. And that third space needs to be a place where they can express themselves fully and uh, their ideas can get heard and they can run the show. And so we do a good job of making that happen in wit. And nothing will teach you and help you develop your emotional emotional intelligence and your work ethic like entrepreneurship. Uh, So that's why we utilize, we use entrepreneurship as the vehicle to teach these things. And, uh, but we do have some teens that come to us that already have businesses and we help them go next level. But many teens come to us with no business idea or anything. Sure. So tell me this. I speak to colleges every now and again and some workshops because we do some partnerships with a couple of universities. And the number one thing I say to them, like, I've, I did this before and I spent an entire class or an entire workshop having the kids this is a secret i guess i'm now releasing it so uh now people will know but um i go there i have a workshop it's like 45 minutes or whatever the hour-long class is i have them present their entire idea and once i hear their idea i go okay this idea has failed now what and they look at me like i'm an idiot or like and i go this is going to happen 99% of the time. Go make a new plan in the next 15 minutes. But why are and you asking them br- to go make a plan when they haven't even taken it to market? Well, no, no, no. The, so like the whole plan is like taking their thing to market. What is their go-to market strategy? Mm-hmm. And like what has worked? And my philosophy is that 90, 90% of the time, maybe 99% of the time, your first plan never works. And it will... I see entrepreneurs all the time give up, give up. Like just like, I mean, and it's it's hard and it's rough because it's either gets expensive or you you have bills to pay. And I don't deal with like the teen market very mm-hmm. very much. And this is why I'd like to uh, pick your brain about this. So mm-hmm. uh, I have a hard time testing people's persistence without watching them play in the market. So I try to simulate that, like in a course or in a workshop. Now, I'm sure there's some different ways to go about it, but mm-hmm. I like to see the reactions of it because it really happens that, hey, you need a support system. At the end of the day, there's a reason why 90% of entrepreneurs fail. Mm-hmm. And it's the fact that some of them, I believe, are 
born and then nurtured, not necessarily just nurtured into being an entrepreneur. So like, how do you teach these kids like, hey, this is going to be hard as hell. Like this is not going to be a walk in the we park. We don't teach it. We we make them execute really quickly. I bet the issue with those college kids is they haven't even executed their idea yet. We don't sure, play, we sure, don't sure. play around like that. And I see this happen on college campuses. I see it happen in high school entrepreneurship classes. I kind of stopped sitting on panels for pitch competitions because <laughs> I would get so I irritated. That. I love that. I love that. I was like, Sorry, you don't, and I would say like, you really don't want me to come. And they're like, why? I said, because I don't have a tolerance for it anymore. Everybody has these numbers that they're throwing up that they're mm-hmm. like, going to be like the next unicorn and they're going to be like the next app. And, and then when you say to them, have you gone to these people, this, this audience, mm-hmm. this customer and told them this idea and, ha- and is there somebody on your team or an advisor that is your client is your, is your future customer? Mm, yeah. And they're like, no, but like, we know they want this. And right. I, and then I say, I'm out. Yes. And everyone's like, what? I'm like, because that's so arrogant. Yeah. It's such so arrogant to assume that you know what somebody needs and you didn't even have the graciousness to include them in the conversation. And then you're going to go push this product out on them and say, and then get pissed at them for not buying it. It's like, you didn't even know if they want it. So in wit, we say, on pitch night, which so they get into the program, let's say they get their the cohort starts in late September, okay. late August, late October, they're pitching. Not only are they pitching, they have to have already executed. They had they have to have already taken the idea out and tested it and then gotten the feedback and talk about it. Yes. And so when they're pitching in wit, if you have not taken it already out to market to test and to try, you will get scored less. And that is because so many people don't want to go take their idea out there because they're afraid to fail and they're Agreed. afraid to be wrong. We say, you're failing if you don't. So you will get a, fa- you, you will fail this pitch, comp- this pitch assignment if you don't go do that. And so we, what is the reaction you get from that though? We, what everybody would probably assume excuses, And it's fine Mm -hmm. because what it all comes down to is people are afraid, afraid to get rejected, afraid to send the email and have them not email you back. And then we say, so a kid will, so we say, you know, you got to send the emails this, this month or you got to, or this week, that's your, that's your task. And then they'll come to class the next week or whatever and say, well, I never heard from them. And we say, okay, what did, tell, talk to me about how you've been reaching out. Well, I sent an email. On what day? On Tuesday. So what'd you do on Wednesday? What'd you do on Thursday? What'd you do on Friday? What'd you do? Uh, yep. I, well, I mean, they didn't email me back. Okay, so here's the conversation opportunity. Why? Why would you not email them back? Again, email them again. Why would you not pick up the phone? Why would you not go down there in person? And we peel back the layers right. and then we say, here's the really important conversation. Do you really want this? Because everybody wants to say, I want it. Everybody wants to want the, wants the big success. But do you really, really want this? Because this is 
emailing 10 times and not getting a response. It's picking up the phone. It's going in person. It's feeling stupid. It's feeling embarrassed. It's feeling rejected. If you don't want that, if you, but you do it because in my case with wit, I really believed in what I was doing and Mm -hmm. I would make myself feel painfully uncomfortable and I would give myself treats when I would do things that were like really hard and I get little carrots all around my life because what kind of, what kind of treats? Oh my, it would be like this. It would be Sarah. If you go to 10, like in person to 10 schools today, then you get to go to the beach tonight or something like silly, like something where it was like, I would, or like, I would like do these things because that's how I operate. I know myself really well. And I would, or I would say, you don't get to go binge watch this show until you get this proposal out. Got you. And then you okay, get to okay. really relish in the, the binging of that show. So I teach my teens like how to know what the, what they need as, as prizes, because here's the deal. No one's like behind me with like a big parade cheering me on. I have to right. cheer myself on. So I teach the kids, there's nothing wrong with, with rewarding yourself and celebrating yourself. You just got to pick what you need to celebrate. Yep. I I have a uh, an annual pass to like Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. And sometimes sometimes I will just I I'll just go to Universal like in the day. I'll be like, it's great. "Oh, sh- yes, we had we had a huge thing." I'm I'm always even if it's like a $30 sale and one of my salespeople is like, "Great, we sold this thing." I go, "Ah, oh, we turn on the music and like we dance for a little bit." It's great. You know what I mean, like even if it's just celebrating because I know how hard it is, right? To to make yes. that first sale or to make that thing. But people, but, so so we, it, we, do you, yeah. what incentive? Go ahead. Well, you go. Sorry. What were okay. you? Gonna, yeah. So what what kind of things do you bake in for them? Like it, or is it, it they have to no, find an they intrinsic figure motivation? It out themselves. They have to figure out what it is yeah, for themselves. Cool. It's like understanding your love sure. languages. Like you have to understand. That's what we're talking about. We're deepening their self-awareness. We're deepening their emotional intelligence. If I say to them, pizza party on Friday, and they're like, we don't give a shit about pizza, then they're not going to do it. <laughs> but so it's like, what do you get? We teach them to say like, what are your five things that you're, your next steps? Or what are your three next steps? Okay. What are you going to, what do you get to do when you hit those three next steps? Or when yeah. you get the email back? I get to do this. Cool. So go do that. And we don't monitor that for them. We don't mm. monitor that for them. And then they'll say, I didn't do I didn't do it. I didn't do my three things. And then you say, Okay, so then you probably didn't go like get ice cream, right? And they're like, Yeah, like, then maybe ice cream isn't the thing. Maybe you have to go figure <laughs> Wait, out hold the on. other thing. Wait, but how many people come back and actually admit to you that they still had the ice cream? Oh, we're really open and wit. So if that happened, a kid would say that. And we would say like, cool, let's talk about that. So now you broke your own word. So now what are you going to do? So you haven't even learned how to like keep your words to yourself, like a word to yourself. So how are you going to expect people to do business with Man, you? Man, this is strict. I like this. No, though. this is, what the I, hell? This I feel is what like, you hold need on. to do. No, I know. But I feel like that's, that. well, one, I don't have, you don't have that, even that person in real life when you're an entrepreneur going like, okay, so uh, you treated yourself and you didn't do this thing. You know, and I go, oh, so you're kind of like, you kind of almost have to self-correct at the end of the day. But that's emotional intelligence. And yeah, that's sure. what I do with myself. <laughs> I'm just giving them what I do for myself. Yeah. Like I just, so let's, I've, I've learned through my own journey how to keep my word to myself. 
And yep. I've learned that if I can't keep my own word, then I have no business giving my word to other people. Sure. And if I'm willing to give keep my word with other people, but I'm not willing to keep my word to myself, I got to look at how much I value myself. Because no one oh, else is yeah. going to value me more than I value myself. So I really love playing around with that and going, huh, that's so interesting, Sarah, that you woke up this morning and you said you were going to work out today because you know that makes you feel better. And now it's 9 p.m. and you haven't. And you gave yourself you, the, your word this morning you would. Are you going to keep it? What are you going to do? And then I What can, are you going to do? What do you do? Oh, I always, I always end up working out. Now, do, are there like, days where you... Like, I mean, meaning if you if don't I, work out though, what happens if you don't work out? Well, do I don't do, yourself? I don't give my word to myself and not keep it. I wouldn't wake up in the morning mm. and say, you're going to work out today and not do it. I might wake up in the morning and say, why don't you check it, like check in with yourself throughout the day and see how you feel and then decide how, what kind of movement you want to do. But like, I let myself, I just think the relationship with yourself is the most important relationship that you need to work on. And it's a, it's a, it's a lie that we think that the relate it's the relationships with other people and mm. that we think if we could just I, yeah. get it right with our boss, if we could just get it right with our partner, if we could just get it right with our teacher or our parents and everything would be okay. Bullshit. It's not, it will, yep. ne- they, it won't because guess what? They're human and they're going to do something different and it's going to piss you off and then you're going to do. So any outward focus keeps you um, ignoring all the internal work that you need to do. So my opportunity in wit, is to teach young people the importance of building the relationship with themselves. And we get to teach them that through entrepreneurship because nothing will challenge you more than entrepreneurship. I agree. It's the ultimate uh, equalizer, right? It's the ultimate. It's just, it is a rigorous and radical course in self-discovery. And it is something where you get to learn your values you get to learn i mean we have this thing that we do in every wit class called what would you do and it's and all in wit we always sit in a circle so uh because that's just easier to see people's faces and stuff like that so we circle up because if you're like in rows it's like annoying and you can't even hear people and stuff so we circle it up and then we do this thing called what would you do and we present a scenario to the teens where there's no right answer and we open it up like what would you do and like we give these different scenarios and the idea is that we want our kids to get very comfortable with the gray because there's a lot of gray in business and there's a lot of gray in life and everything is black and white and you have got to build your own moral compass not the one that your parents gave you or didn't give you so 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 let's just keep it really elementary it could be you find you you're walk down the street there's a $20 bill. What do you do? I pick it up. Okay. And then what do you do? Then you walk a block and you see somebody who's begging. Do you give it to them? No. Okay. Uh, you um, keep walking. Yep. And then what do you do with it? Do you go spend it? Do you go take, you, you're going to go meet a friend. When you get there, do you think, oh, I might as well treat them to coffee because I have this extra $20 bill? No. Okay. So these are the kind of things. And then if we were in wit, we would be saying like, well, why, why, you know, why? Like, yeah, I love, I love these exercises. I get to be honest with myself. It's just, it's just a, and, and then a kid will say, you get, you get an Amazon package at your door and it's not yours. Do you keep it? Oh, fuck no. I don't. Oh, okay. So you'll no, keep the shit. 20, but you yeah. won't keep the package. Now why? No, man. Uh, it, different. 
it's almost like uh, you it's a $20 bill. I'm not going to spend time searching for it. Like if there's no one around, but I what guess. If you, okay, now the difference is like you see it fall out of somebody's pocket, but that's the same person mm. that just cut you in line at 7-Eleven. Oh, 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 that's a good one. Right? Wait, and so if I see it falling out of someone's pocket, I return it. Not right? in, okay, but what if it's the but, same guy that like said fuck off when you, when he, when he, when you're walking down the street? Yeah, I'm keeping that. Right? So I it's think. really interesting and we get really into these that conversations about like, it's so easy to say like, oh, if it fell out of someone's pocket, I would give it to them. I'm like, really? What if you had just seen that person yell at a woman on the street? And you, oh, and no you, one you, gives that money back. You would you go yeah. tap that person on the shoulder and say like, and then the person's like, oh, I would, I would keep it. I would never go give it to him because he shouldn't yell at the woman. And I said, well, what if he was yelling at that woman for hitting the child? Now he's protecting. Like, so it just gets like all layered and this it's just great, so yeah. great. And then that is great. I eventually had to no longer work in the classroom of wit because I would just do what would you do for two hours? And everyone's like, you, they have to work on their businesses. I'm like, we're working on ourselves. Like, this is the good, this is the work. But it, this, this is, is the good work. work. It, this yeah. is the work because it's so, people are so righteous, especially nowadays. Yeah, they are. And just, it's like, shut up. I mean, I really, it's like, yeah. I just get so exhausted by people with their like, this is what's right and this is wrong. I'm like, you don't know. It is so layered and there are so many nuances. And it's unfortunate that we're living in a land of absolutes right now because it's not what's true. Oh man, I love that. So that's what <sighs> we do with our with our teens and... I love, and then, and then we have to, and then we have to set a timer because we could go on forever and we do this for 20 minutes and then everyone's like, no, I want to keep going. But I said, we never wrap it up with like, so what was the final answer of what we do? No, there is none. There is no final answer. It's just discovery. It's just peeling back the layers and learning about yourself and learning when you quote, do the right thing. And when you don't do the right thing and why you do what you're doing and why you don't like what's right, what's wrong. Um, this, and then I'll, I'll wrap up this top, this part of the convo with this example too. There, there's the, you get into your car and you realize that the person gave you got your groceries and you realize that somebody, they gave you like 10 bucks extra in change. Mm -hmm. Do you go back in? Do I know? I notice it when I'm at my car. Yeah. You loaded up your groceries and you get in, you're like, oh my gosh, they gave me an extra 10. I it's, I guess it depends on the day. I don't right. know I mean, if I'm feeling like extra, like I'm, uh, ugh. And then, but, and then it's in. like, but you know, so for me, it's like, I know as somebody who's worked in a cafe, if my, if my, if my register isn't, is off at the end of the day, like it's my fault. Oh, sure. And when, and then you are like, have to go to your boss. And if you've worked a job like that, you're like, of course you should go back and give it because that kid's going to get screwed over mm, at the yeah. end of the day. And then based on their mistake though based on their mistake but we all make mistakes so, we've all no i get it but we, we all have to pay for our mistakes maybe maybe not right? maybe somebody does it maybe someone's gracious enough and forgives us and comes back in no and yeah i get that but like most of the time like it's like oh shit i fucked up i know oh, okay i gotta i will fix this and normally that comes in the form of a ten dollar bill and normally that comes in the form of working an extra hour to do something to make something right yeah. I mean, it's you know? really interesting because when you peel back that conversation, it comes like, well, am I going, is this like a big, is this a big box store? If it's a mom and pop store, if it's a mom and pop store, people yeah. usually take it back in. Sure. If it's a big store, they're like, screw yeah, that. I they do. already overcharged me anyways. 
I know I love I love this. I think I want to do a bunch of I want to have you back on to do just these things with me. Oh yeah, and I that- love these. This is like I could do like all day. <laughs> all day I do this do stuff. These like- are the great. I get to really I get to like blurt out what I really think I my answer would do. What I what yeah. I would do. Yeah. You don't over like you you try not to edit. So then right. then you say okay, it's a mom and pop store, right? And the kids yeah. get so irritated with me because I'm like, okay, mom and pop store, you're giving it back. They're like, totally. And I said, right, but you blo- you parked a block away. Do you? Oh, and, and <laughs> you there's, suck. And there's like, and there's yeah. no parking lot for the mom and pop store. So it's not like you're gonna like move your car closer. Oh my God. And they're like, oh, I'm just oh home. you're good. And then I'll say, okay, yeah, you're parked. It's pouring rain. Do you go back, you walk back in? It's pouring rain after you just loaded your groceries. You have no umbrella. Like, do you go back in? Because this is, the, the bottom line here is we justify our behavior because otherwise we couldn't live with ourselves. Mm. And we justify it in really fascinating ways. Like, they already overcharged me for this tomato anyways, so I'm not going back in there. Yeah. That it's raining outside. I mean, I, they can't expect me to get like drenched. And, and then Willie might even say, I'll just bring it tomorrow. Oh, that's because so we true. couldn't live with being so shitty. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. yeah. With the, like at the, at its core where I took this $10 and yes. I didn't go back. Yes. It's like, no, no, no. It was raining. There was no parking lot. I couldn't just go back. I was running late. Yeah. Like, at, and then it, it was their mistake. They it's mistake. We right. do, we go through the whole thing so that we're off the hook. Yep, Whatever exactly. it is, we have to be off the hook. Otherwise, we couldn't keep moving forward in the day. Do you want to know what's funny? Is I think sometimes I I operate from that mindset all the time before I even do anything. Like, how do I get myself off the hook with any, Like, I'm committed slash like non-committal about almost everything. Mm-hmm. To where like get myself if I go oh can I do this or should we do this? Or like, what about these three ways that this could happen? I don't go as deep as you, mm-hmm. but I try to think as fast as my mind will operate. Like, okay, we can't, we have to make sure there's a parking lot. We have to make sure that like we've got proper checks in place to make sure that we're not giving $10 or the scanner goes off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever that check, we've got to make it as easy for that customer to return the 10 bucks. Yeah. Right. Like I kind of, it's very exhausting thinking like that though. It is, but it's a really interesting thing to do. And it's a really interesting experiment to do on yourself. Yeah, it is. This is great. Really. It's really fun to see how we self justify. Like it's so fat. I love watching myself and going like, Oh, here you go. Here you go. You are okay, so righteous. <laughs> yeah, You're so righteous. And I just yeah, call myself is. out. I just call yep. myself out and the wonderful thing is, and this is a this is my own growth. I used to hate being wrong. Okay. I had a really hard time admitting I was wrong, and I had a really hard time apologizing. Now I, 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 I like to be right for sure. I don't really have that hard of a time though being wrong, and I will apologize very quickly uh, mm. if yep. if I've messed up because I like to keep my side of the road clean. And I and I'm now, it, like I like can go through the paces pretty fast to see where I messed up and where I started justifying my behavior. Now, to, tell me this though: do you do you do that, and do you feel it takes? So, from my point of view, I mm-hmm. always get I apologize immediately. I do not dig myself a hole like later. So I go, I'm going to be wrong here. I don't want to fight for this long. No, I am wrong. You are right. Here's why you're right. 
And I've noticed over the last few years, I've started doing this four mm-hmm. or five years that that person, I either, I either make that person want to fight worse because like now no one can argue with me because every time they say something that I just deem lower than something I want to talk about, but they want to really talk about it. Mm-hmm. So do you feel it gets them heated more or like, they're like, ugh, like over time when it's the same people too, like, especially like with my wife, mm-hmm. I do this. And she's like, no one can win a goddamn argument with you because when you're wrong, it's like you immediately say you're wrong. And then you go, here's why I'm wrong. And I go, oh, well, that takes a lot of discipline to learn that skill, number one. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're undervaluing me. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I'm telling you, you're right. But most of the time, I either set it up to where I say I'm sorry and I'm wrong really, really fast. But they just want to get out this feeling of like, of how, of what they're going through right now or like why they think they just want to talk. Well, yeah, that definitely goes into male and female dynamics. Mm. I mean, it's, it's interesting. And I know, I think I understand what you're talking about in the scenario that you're talking about. It's the one where you can recognize like where things are, like it's going to go off the rails and you're like, you know what? (laughs) And so it, it sounds like, you know what? even in the workplace or in personal relationships, I think you're right about this. And I can be, I can be wrong here. And so we can just move on. They don't want to move on. They want to keep being heard. So what I will say is it's okay. So have we, are we all clear that I've totally admitted that I was off here and I'm wrong? Sure. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, okay. And it sounds like you want to keep going. I'm here for that. If you just need to like vent, and and keep but i'm not going to feel any i'm not going to feel bad any further i've already made amends i've already admitted i was wrong and i'm if, so if you if you want to keep the dialogue going super cool if you want to vent but not if you're going to berate me because i've already said it and that's it yeah right and then i'll say it's okay if you don't accept my apology right now because you're really still upset but I've apologized and here's why I messed up, but I'm not, I, cause here's the thing. I don't want to sit in it anymore. Right. I'm not going to sit in being chastised when I've already admitted that I got it. Correct. I'm not doing that anymore. It's, it's unhealthy and I don't need to be someone's punching bag. I'm yep. not, I'm not doing it. So do you, is this what you say or is this just what you're thinking? No, I say, I talk like this. People oh, will say, wow. to, people will say like, you're worse you, than me. They'll say like, you really do talk like that. I do talk like that. I'm a very verbal processor. I've also really learned a lot of tools along the way. And I do not have to be, I don't need to hold space for someone talking down to me and insulting me. I don't Great. have to do yep. that. I can, I, I doesn't, I don't have to. That's not like being a good listener, or being a good partner. If I can hear someone say like, it really felt like you were, embarrassed like you were talking down to me in front of my friends and it made me feel really bad and it it was embarrassing and I would say okay um I'm hearing that I definitely or I'll even say like I'm hearing that I know I did that and I was pissed because earlier in the day you were like I was upset with you so this is how I took it out on you publicly and I'm wrong and I shouldn't have done that (laughs) and here's how how I took it out on you publicly I did because I I, I didn't (laughs) heal it I didn't handle it and so it manifested itself and then I took the opportunity to do that that was super shitty and I'm sorry and I and I definitely own that and I shouldn't have done that yeah if my 
like I, this, I'm not in a relationship right now, but I've had these kind of like personal relationship conversations. If my partner then were to say to me, yeah, it really, su- I mean, you should, and I'd, I'd listen to it a little bit and then I'd be like, okay, sure. like, <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. gotta move on. Like we've got, <laughs> I, we've got it. We've got the point. Yeah, I feel bad. Blah 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 blah. That whole thing, dude. So, I think you're you give me a total run for my money in that realm. I really do. I feel it. I w- I hope to build on our relationship to where we can fight and you can embarrass me in public and then we can have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that, Sarah. I will hopefully never do that. If I'm oh. keeping my side of the road clean, I would never publicly humiliate somebody on purpose. Well, that's but I'll not definitely what... mess up. <laughs> okay, I wanna, I wanna. That's amazing. So I wanna get you in the uh, lightning round. Okay. Really fast. Okay. And, okay. But I wanna. I was gonna include this in the lightning round. Let me run you through. But this is it's a be- This is a beautiful segue into what we or okay. segue from what we were talking about earlier. So. I went to uh, like a little pizza place or whatever. And you know the people that like reserve, like you see the open tables and it's seat yourself. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to order and then sit down, right? Not have half of your family go pick a table, right? While you're ordering and then waiting. And then me and my wife get up there. We're together. We sit, we we pay. Mm -hmm. We've got our table and there are, four people sitting at a table but there's only 10 tables Mm -hmm. that aren't drinking or eating anything but sitting there reserving the table for fucking mommy Mm -hmm. like that is like at the counter waiting for the food Mm -hmm. and like she's way behind us so do you be on this why kick Mm -hmm. now do you bend those rules like i know i know myself i'm still going to uh go up to the counter get my stuff go find a table now, knowing that other people break the rules or bend them, mm-hmm. do you then adapt knowing that I'm not going to find a table, I'm going to be pissed off, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight with these people? Do you bend the rules? Do you have me tell my wife to go find a table like an asshole, right? But I know I'm going to get a table like everyone else, or do I go through it and then follow the rules and then complain about the rules? So ultimately, is it do you complain about the rules or do you bend them to your advantage? Who made that rule? I'm saying I made that rule in my head. Yeah, have fun so with like, that. That's got to be really the- fun to live like that. <laughs> Unspoken rules that people aren't well, following. No. That's fantastic. It's like a rude, right? So for instance, I did this once. I was in New York and I went to this bagel shop and this fucking lady like was saved two tables. And I go, no, like I'm going to sit at the table that you saved really fast while I fucking eat my bagel really fast while your people are in line. And by the time they get done, I'll be gone. So like, I think that is maybe not a rule, but it's definitely rude, right? By so, like, your rules, t- by your standards. I'm just saying human nature. No, you're saying right? your like, standards. Fine. My <laughs> standards in a couple... A couple <laughs> okay thanks Sarah. Right? yeah because but, i don't think, yes, that, I don't uh, think that that woman agreed. thinks she's being a horrible human i think she's thinking that she's being really smart no but i make it my job to point it out to her that yeah. she's being a horrible human being you gotta love so, those like, people a little bit Lo- gotta love you, the you people. gotta love those people i go people. listen lady i need 
I need just a place to, and I'm nicer. This is exactly how the conversation was going. This is exactly how the conversation went. Oh man. Oh, I just want to sit down really fast. Could I, I know it's not being used and oh, where are they in line? Oh, they're over there. I promise I'll be out of your hair by that time. That's how I do it. In my head, I'm like, fucking bitch. My God. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm judging it, but I'm like so nice outwardly. I'm like, just, I got to get my spot. I got to eat. And I'm thinking, oh, those people aren't even using that table. And it's going to be 20 minutes. I, I don't, so, I would not do that. I don't like any of that. You know, why I don't so, like that is like, you're not even living in alignment with that. You're being this like fake, nice person, but inside sure. you're actually pissed. You get but, to be you. It just sounds different. It is just harder <laughs> to do it. So what would you have me do? What would you have me do? Well, I mean, I, even this morning, I put my headphones and, um, something down on a table at a coffee shop and then I went to go order because I knew I wanted to sit at the corner table oh, table asshole move and I did it no because I'm so clear on what I want I don't have a problem with that there's other tables it like I just wanted that specific table I mean like I am very clear so okay. I actually think I'm I, very smart are there other people waiting for that table no like waiting no, for no, no, okay no. well that's also we're, we're yeah. thinking about this why thing that's why I brought this up in a situation you. that you did. Here's where I here's where I don't like where it goes. Yeah. I don't like when people this one of my biggest pet peeves is being people being fake nice. And what I mean by sure. that is and I will I actually will have no filter and then I will do this in public. And people will say like, Hey, I'm so sorry, can I like I hate to ask, but can I get some ice or can I get this thing? It's like, well, no, you're not sorry. No, you don't hate to ask. <laughs> just ask for the ice like a normal person <laughs> and just move on. Just look at the woman Dude. and say, hey, you can't save the seats. I got to sit down for a second. I'll be out in five. But you don't have to do like, hey, I'm so sorry. No, because it's not true. You're not. No, I, I get it's not true, but it gets me. Now, I no, can adjust. You can, still, you can still get what you want being honest and direct. Well, I I mean, I guess depending on that person, right? So like you can, I can pivot really fast as well. Totally. So I can go, I can go straight. I lead with nice. And then I go straight to probably asshole. Like, no, all right, I'm just going to sit down then. Yes, yeah, I'd rather Do you, you know just I mean? be whatever is that. I like, like when people are just... Oh, you'd rather me go straight to asshole. But see, you don't have to go that... The only reason why you go to the yeah. other one is, is because you I started, started on one fake. extreme. Sure, sure, sure. So if you were just straight and direct and just I, said, I'm going to go save that table or, I, or yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to sit here for five and then I'm going out. And if the person's like, I'm saving it, I'm like, cool. I'm there. I saw your friends. Like they're like so far out. They're so like long in line. I'm gonna be gone before I go. What's the person gonna do? Like, well, the ultimately nothing. Nothing. Like yeah. Nothing. No, I agree. They're gonna just move. I see so many people. This even happened today at a lunch meeting, and I saw one of my dear friends, and I looked at her. I'm like, you're being so weirdly accommodating. I don't understand. It because it wasn't true. It wasn't honest. How did you know that she wasn't it was she wasn't being truthful or honest? Because I just you can tell you can tell when people start there's like bullshit. a there's just like a weird thing, especially women. We do this, we get very like apologetic over things that aren't anything to be sorry over. I don't know why everyone's first reaction is sorry, I'm sorry, can I just sorry, can I is what are you apologizing for? I think you're almost apologizing for them. Do you know what I mean? Like you're almost a, Oh, I'm so sorry. You're an asshole that, uh, that, you know what I mean? That like you almost are just, no, I think people are even doing it. I think it's just this weird knee jerk reaction that a lot of people have. 
I, if you start paying attention to how many, when you're around people or even yourself, start paying attention to when people are saying sorry. So mm. let's say somebody has said to me, uh, and I, this is probably not the nicest thing that I do, but somebody <laughs> will say, say, say to me, they're telling a story. Okay. And then they say, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to like, uh, oh, I'm trying to give an right, example. Like, right. sorry, no, yeah, I, I didn't know exactly mean to do this, it's like, right. but you're not sorry. You're right. not sorry that you did it because you did it. You yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you got sorry, the outcome that... that you wanted. Yeah. And now, so when somebody shows up and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I'm late. I oh. think very strongly that they made choices before they got there that would say otherwise. Because if they really, like they made other choices, like they stopped to get the coffee, they left the house late, they did everything mm. because they knew that it didn't really matter if they were five minutes late to a meeting. Cause that's kind of okay. Ah, uh, sure. So right. don't walk in and say, sorry, I'm late. It's walk in and say, thank you for waiting for me. Oh, mother. F because. <laughs> oh no, that's I, like, I like that. I like that. I do like that. Because imagine how that person's going to feel when they hear, thank you for waiting for me. Hmm. They're going to go, oh, they're the resentment that's building in them for you being yeah. so late will have a tendency to to diminish. There's so many reframes Man. of the things that we're saying sorry for that we're not really sorry for. And then yeah, what, right. what it does when okay. we say sorry, what is the person receiving the sorry? What do they usually say? What do people usually say when someone says sorry, blah, 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 blah? It's okay. And no it's worries. not. It's what they always say. Yeah, right. They say right, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. And the reason I'm very deliberate about this is I used to teach little kids. And this particularly came up when I was teaching fourth grade. And bickering would happen on the playground or something would happen. And then, of course, he'd pull the two people aside and we would say, okay, what happened? Well, he punched me. Okay, well, what did you... And then the kid would say, sorry. And the other kid would say, that's okay. And I said, absolutely oh, right. not. Absolutely not. And so I looked at the yeah. kid and I said, oh, it is? It's okay? He's like, no. Yep. I'm like, well, then why are you saying it's okay? Yeah. Like, because I, that's what you say. I said, it's not. That's not what you say. Do what? you want him to do it again? No. Then you say to him, apology accepted, but it's not okay. Ah. And right. so that's how I would teach them when they were little that you get to say, I'll accept your apology, but it's not okay. I also taught my kids to say, I'm not ready to accept the apology. I'm not ready to move on. And it's like four, these are 10 year olds because I'm, I hate language. That's not true. It's not true. It's not okay. It's not okay that the person should have 15 minutes late to a coffee meeting. Is any of it now? Trust me. I think we'll get along fine, <laughs> but is there anything about being like a better human being. Now I do what you're talking about the majority of the time, mm -hmm. right? Like, and that, but if I know I want to get something and I'm really fast and I'm like, oh, please, oh, please, please. like I, I, I take on this character cause I just, I do little things, little animations and stuff with, I'm a gesticulator mm -hmm. when I talk. Mm -hmm. So like being nice more, you know, it's the whole, uh, you attract more bees with honey than you do vinegar, that thing. So like you get more of what you want by being nice and like rising above things versus like, no, 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 that's not what I mean. And it's like, well, the world isn't so goddamn literal, Sarah. You know I what know. I mean? No. And I then, mean, isn't there like more unspoken things and like. Yeah, life would be probably easier for me if I wasn't so intense. 
yeah, but like, hello, welcome to my world. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's like yeah, ever since you. I ever since I was younger, I was told that like you're so intense, you're so intense. I don't know if I'm so intense as much as I'm just a woman. I mean, I, I have been in a meeting. I was in a meeting once, and I was being really direct about something. Really, just totally this tone, just talking and being like super, super direct. And um, someone was like, "Wow, you're like really intense." And I said oh, just picture me as a guy right now and you'll think I'm really smart. Nice. I was going to say that. And right. they laughed. And I'm not like, I. We, that's a whole other conversation for something else. Men are great. I have no issues with, I don't, you know, there's, that's a, I don't have any issues. Men colleagues are fantastic in my life. So, but it was this interesting thing on like this, that the shell that I'm in, the, the way I was talking was just not familiar yeah. And people are used to women that will talk more like, so uh, I have an idea and I'm just wondering <laughs> yeah. what everyone's feeling about it. And then, we'll, and that's all, that's a, that's an approach too, but that's not authentic for me. I can't yeah. pull it off. I can't pull it off. I'd rather people see uh, who I am yeah. and then we can figure out if we're going to work Come together. Come on. So bet we just, we just, we just call backed the original thing that we talked about at the beginning. You led with exactly who you are, so you're kind of filtering out the people that don't like that or would hidden go, oh my God, what a bitch. Yeah, but I do, you know it. What I, mean? I do it. I mean, maybe this you is know, me like, being arrogant, but like I feel like I do that in a in a better way than sure. I'm going to put misspellings on my website to, to weed people out. What? Yeah, same difference. Same, same though, right? Same not. Like, same not, you know? <laughs> not the same. <laughs> Same, same. <laughs> or not. <laughs> okay. I will. I need your. I need more of your strong opinions on here. Yeah. So you, like. Yeah. I please. I don't have please. a shortage. You need of to those. come on here again, by the way. So like, um, we'll have to do this. Okay, Sarah. So uh, I'm taking up way too much of your time. I know it's precious. Where can people find you? Where can people uh, find whatever it takes? If they still want to find me after hearing <laughs> after this. <laughs> After hearing how much of a jerk, upfront jerk I am. Now, this is what's so beautiful is that because of how I am, I find my people. They, it's, yes. it's an amazing thing. It's Sarah, just, this is what we're so talking what about, the is. same like, thing. I just find it's. Yeah. So uh, obviously they can find me at doingwit.org. And, yeah. uh, and if there's entrepreneurs listening to this that want to get involved in the work that we do, we have opportunities for them to come in and guest speak in our rooms and mentor our teens, okay. uh, which is also really rewarding for some people. And uh, yeah, my people will find me just like I will find them. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, trust me. Put your and let let's let let's that be the message today. Put your put your real self out there. Lead with your real self. Yes. And, and your audience will find you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on. Uh, I look forward to keeping this relationship intact. Yeah, we'll have fun. It'll be good. <laughs> <laughs>